Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, Chris from Benzinga here. This is the roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We've got a good one for you today. We're going to be talking about all the latest news and headlines out there in the NFT space, including a couple headlines about some celebrities, some names you've heard of. We're also going to be taking a look at the top sales over the last 24 hours and a trending item that we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks is that Solana projects keep moving up that leaderboard. We actually have a number one Solana project uh, on the last 24 hours by sales volume. We'll be taking a look at that and also some other Solana projects. So don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone. Yeah, as I said, this is the roadmap. Benzinga's NFT show. Uh, before we get started with today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, FTX. FTX is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. And you can use your phone or computer. The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more, click on the link in the description and also in the chat. Let FTX know that Benzinga sent you their way. And again, a big shout out to FTX for sponsoring today's episode. There's those comments on screen. So if you're here watching us live, drop a comment in the chat. Let us know where you're watching from today. So we know you're here. We know the show is live and going. And make sure you smash that like button and subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel, where you will get all the latest coverage of stocks, crypto, and NFTs. We've got shows across the board for everyone's different interests. Uh, and I think without further ado, it's time to bring on my co-host for today, producer Alyssa, joining us once again. Alyssa, what's up? Hi. How are you, Chris? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm excited for this episode because, you know, Solana is, is going to be one of the trending topics later on because we've been talking about all these Solana projects really starting to gain steam. And I mean, we're only in the month of May. But I heard that it's Solana summer, so I, th I think we're getting closer and closer. So uh, if you're not watching Solana projects yet, um, we got a couple to, to keep an eye on uh, later today. Also want to remind everyone that myself and Mitch attended VCon over the weekend. We did an episode yesterday where we talked about VCon, shared some highlights, some pictures, and we also have some exclusive interviews coming out on Benzinga's YouTube channel pretty soon, uh, including an exclusive interview with the man himself, Gary V. So again, if you have not subscribed to Benzinga's YouTube channel, make sure to do so and check it out. Alyssa, what did you think of yesterday's episode? Was it cool to hear about all the VCon stuff or was it uh, the ultimate FOMO of uh, not being there, a combo of both? Yeah. 
it was a combo of both. I loved hearing what you guys were going through. And like, as you guys were sending me the pictures, you know, while you were there, and then now, like yesterday, showing me them all, <laughs> makes you just want to like, like, oh, man, I should have just went, you know, it looks so fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was an amazing time. It, it was fun to be there. It also flew by. It went by fast, right? I mean, this was three and a half days of content and interviews. And also, I mean, it, there was so much. Like, we didn't even get to do everything that we wanted to. We didn't get to meet everyone we wanted to. Didn't get to see every panel we wanted to. Um, so, I mean, here's hoping that, uh, you know, next year will be even better. Um, but definitely an exciting time in the NFT space. Um, I also saw, speaking of the NFT space, that uh, gas fees um, are hitting, like, record lows since, like, last July. Um, I mean, I haven't been doing much shopping because I've uh, been so busy with everything. But, Alyssa, what do you think? Low gas fees. Uh... Yeah, I um, I actually was trying to convert my, my Fang Gang Pixel thing over to, like, the upgraded model because they upgraded them. And when I saw the gas fee, I was like, oh, that's so nice. It was like yes. $2. Yeah, like, I saw it like <laughs> 250 or something is like, what I saw. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, like the amount of money I wasted on gas. And now here we are like, what the heck, bro? <laughs> yeah. It's I, nice to see. I think that means that I'm going to end up um, taking a look at uh, some uh, Ethereum name services too. Because I mean, those already have lower gas. And yeah, if, if we're there now, I mean, it might be the time to scoop up some more addresses. Um, I'm not going to share the ones I'm looking at, of course, because someone will scoop them up. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, there's some good ones out there. I actually saw, I don't know if you saw this, Alyssa, but uh, our boy Franklin, uh, the owner of, um, I believe, 53 um, Apes now, uh, has been doing some uh, domain name buying. And I'm pretty sure he scooped up JoeBiden.eth uh, and bought that uh, for a for a decent amount yesterday. So, uh, name Ethereum name services are definitely at a premium. Um, but yeah, you you can see there he's uh, he's been uh, scooping up some uh, some decent uh, ENS. What do you yeah, think of that? That's I did not know that. That's hilarious. JoeBiden.eth <laughs> in his name. See? Like Joe Biden can't claim that. Joe Biden can't make that his name on Twitter. He doesn't own it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, take advantage. I, I'm probably going to take advantage of this as well. Um, I didn't even think about that until you just yeah. mentioned it. It's a good idea. I'm going to do yeah, it. <laughs> definitely. I, I mean, I feel like at this point, I'm going to go through like every celebrity mm -hmm. and just start just start typing names in. I mean, chances are going to strike out. But like, even if you hit like one, I mean let's let's do it like the president of web three and and we had him on we had him on before he was president of web three so just think let's about go. It. like remember us when you're famous franklin just just keep that in mind so uh, uh yeah i mean it, it, it's 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 definitely exciting and, and i mean look at all those apes too we're gonna have to have franklin back on because he's got like 20 more than the the last time but yeah um so speaking of exciting times, uh, Alyssa, you know, we talked yesterday about um, musicians getting into the, the NFT space, right? And it was mainly to sell albums and tracks. Uh-oh. I think he froze. <gasps> hey. 
You froze. You, you lost me. Yeah. Yep. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here I am. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So we talked about uh, musicians and it was mainly for, you know, tracks and albums. But we also uh, have now a very famous musician joining the NFT space to sell some uh, artwork and also to create his own metaverse, right? There's that M word we also talk about with uh, NFTs and crypto. But uh, from the Beatles, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of a band called the Beatles, uh, drummer Ringo Starr is launching Ringo Starr NFT Collection, The Creative Mind of a Beatle. This is a total of 20 NFTs being auctioned off, starting price of $1,000. And it is five different digital art prints with four copies of each one. Um, each NFT in the auction also comes with a signed print and also provides access to an exclusive virtual tour of Ringo Land, a new digital gallery experience. And the NFTs also come with a custom-made drum composition recorded and played by Ringo himself. So again, you buy the NFT, you get a physical print signed by Ringo Starr, you get access to his exclusive metaverse where he's going to come and hang out with you, at least the first, first time you're there, and you get a track of Ringo playing drums um for your nft so i mean that's a decent amount of stuff i, I have a feeling these obviously aren't just going to go for a thousand dollars that's the starting price um but I, i've been a huge beatles fan all my life uh and i think this is pretty cool to see a name like this get in um mm -hmm. but what do you think uh Alyssa, of ringo land and ringo star nfts if yeah no um i would love to have one of those like on my wall, you know, or just a physical thing in my possession. Cause that is like, that's solid there. Yeah. I can, I can imagine the people who like are obsessed with the Beatles, which who is it? Right. <laughs> um, uh, to go after this and the, the, the demand and the price is probably going to go way above a thousand. My, my thoughts. Like, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, and I mean, I'm curious to hear then, like, Ringo Land, right? So that's, like, yeah. a metaverse that he created, and it's for the people that get these initially. But, like, my question is, like, long-term, is there going to be, like, Ringo Land where, you know, me who didn't win the auction can go? Like, can I just go hang out there, you know, and hope yeah. that, you know, Ringo's walking around? Um, or is it going to be, you know, there's another sale down the road, um, you know, to get access to, to Ringo Land, right? Yeah, that's... that's yeah, that's a good thought. Like, what what is going to be in Ringo Land? Because otherwise, there's only 20 people theoretically that are going to be yeah. in Ringo Land, right? Just the winners <laughs> of this auction. That seems that seems kind of small um, to have a whole metaverse area for 20 21 people, I guess, if you count Ringo. So I, I think we're going to get more details, you know, of that in the future. And this is the first time um, that a Beatle, of course, there's only two uh, remaining living members. Uh, so Paul McCartney has not ventured into NFTs. Ringo is the first one. But um, Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son, actually sold some Beatles memorabilia uh, as NFTs. So the, the handwritten lyrics to Hey Jude by Paul McCartney, um, Julian Lennon owns them. And he digitized it as an NFT and sold it for like $76,000. 
Um, so again, like we're seeing musicians get in the space for, you know, tracks and albums, maybe tickets down the road. But what about like memorabilia, like where maybe you attach the physical and the digital, um, you know, and start auctioning off some of that uh, that stuff from the years. Is that like the ultimate collector's piece now, Alyssa, if you can own the physical element to display, you know, on your wall and also have the, the NFT on the blockchain? Yes. Um, I think like, from the beginning when this all started, I was like thinking if people started doing the physical with the digital, I think it would sell better because I like to collect things and like hang things on my wall. Like, look at that. Um, so I think it'd be cool to have like your NFT, but also like the physical thing too. Yeah. It make me want to buy more. Definitely. And uh, Zen Bullish in the chat saying Ringo, the coolest beetle. I mean, you will probably be in the minority for saying that. Uh, <laughs> no, no offense to Ringo, but I definitely think he, uh, he doesn't get the love of the others. Um, I would probably be a bit in the minority too, because as much as I love the uh, songwriting of Lennon and McCartney, I was always a George Harrison fan. I loved George Harrison's guitar work. I loved his songwriting. Um, and I just, I'm a fan of him. I mean, I also have a kid named Harrison, so, uh, take that for, <laughs> for what it's worth. But, uh, yeah. Who's your favorite Beatle, Alyssa? I like Lennon. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's hard it's... to, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm a Beatles fan and I, I just think it's exciting to see. And this kind of, it's that generational thing too, right, Alyssa? Like we're, we're younger, um, we're seeing a lot of young people get into NFTs, but that, that older generation has a tougher time wrapping their heads around it. Right. So, I mean, you could call this, you know, by Ringo Starr, maybe it's uh, promotional, right? He has like a new tour coming out. I think he dropped a new album. So maybe he's doing this, you know, to help bring awareness to that. Maybe he's doing it cause it's raising money for a charity. Um, the proceeds from this are going to a charity, but ultimately, maybe he's doing it because he sees some value in NFTs and also sharing with, you know, fans of the Beatles worldwide. So I like to think that we're going to see more of the older generation uh, get into this space. Do you think yeah. that's fair or you think uh, they're just kind of staying away from it? It really depends. I don't really see my my grandparents ever doing anything like this but yeah there, there's a few out there who i know would probably really want like a signed painting from ringo you know like there's plenty of collectors out there and if it comes with the nft thing then they might get obsessed with that and then it's like a snowball effect yeah definitely and i mean as far as like older like i know We've got uh, Lionel Richie has been collecting NFTs, uh, Madonna, uh, you know, and some of the, I mean, even like Snoop Dogg's not young. Um, he's also not old, but uh, yeah, too complicated <laughs> for boomers. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Um, but that's where like, I think the education goes. And like, again, I sat, out, I sat in on a really cool panel um, at VCon, right, of Snoop Dogg with his son, Champ. And then Nick Adler, who's a uh, music agent uh, and in the space, and hearing Snoop Dogg say, 
that it really, he had heard of NFTs from a lot of people in the industry, right? And he just didn't understand or get, you know, what it was about. But his son learned, learned them, did the research, got the education, and then he saw the value. So he took it to his dad and said, no, dad, like you want to be in this space. Like there's future value here. So us as the younger generation, I think that's part of it is instead of, you know, laughing at the boomers or writing them off, maybe we just need to try to explain it to them. Um, and ultimately, if they don't like it, they don't like it, but that's their decision. But if they don't know or can't wrap their heads around it, they're certainly not going to get into the space. So some education could go a uh, long ways, I think, True. right? True. Yes, exactly right. Now I'm seeing a comment from uh, Lord Byron. Can you get a digital picture frame that displays an NFT? The answer is yes. yes. Um, there, there's several out there. Um, Infinite Objects is one um, that I know they display. Like you, you can get your NBA top shots into the frame. You can get your NFTs into the frame. Um, at VCon uh, Rally, right, who we talk about all the time, fractional investing uh, they had a digital frame that showed the NFTs that they own that you can buy shares in, right? So you, you can definitely get frames. Um, right now, they're a little bit more expensive. Uh, yeah, like 300 to 500 range. Um, we're actually, I mean, that's something I'd love to get and put right behind me during the show, right? And show off some NFTs or whatever project we're interviewing. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um yeah, uh, and a great comment from Dan here too. Ringo Starr wrote back to every fan until the 90s. Um, yeah, I mean, what a cool touch. And again, that's what I kind of think this is about is Ringo raising money for a charity and also um, you know, supporting the community and, and sharing his works with them. So uh, if you're interested, I have that article out on Benzinga.com, Ringo Starr NFTs, and it'll give you all the information, but really cool story. And then on the flip side, Alyssa, a not-so-fun story. We, we talked about this yesterday on the show. Seth Green, um, a, a actor, a director, producer, writer, um, is working on his own show um, that stars several NFTs that he owns. Well, before he played this trailer exclusively at VCon, um, his account was actually, uh, hacked, right? He clicked on some links and a phishing attempt happened and they stole a board ape, a mutant ape, a doodle, um, and something else from him and they are now gone. So he had a board ape, um, and it got stolen and then sold. So someone else, there's his ape right there. Number eight, three, nine, eight. Um, someone stole that ape. Well, here's where the story gets real interesting and kind of a debate. This ape is the star of that show that Seth Green has been working on for the past six months. Um, his name is Fred, and he was in the trailer. Seth Green voices him. And now, based on the fact that Seth Green no longer owns the ape, it sounds like he can't make that show or release it anymore. Um, because he doesn't have the IP anymore. So Alyssa, what do you, what do you think of that? Like, is, does this just suck for Seth Green or do you think there'd be a way to work around and still use this ape? It's a really good question. Cause, um, he doesn't own it anymore, no. but like, I don't know if he doesn't own it, then he doesn't own it, but I really don't know. 
I wish, I hope things can like work out for him though. Like, yeah, me yeah. too. And I mean, Seth Green, like again, like I, I, he, he just seemed like a, a, a cool dude talking. Right. And mm-hmm. he played this trailer. Uh, the show's called white horse tavern. Um, it had a, a gutter cat gang in it. It had a bored ape in it. It had some other NFTs in it, but it also had real live actors. So it was kind of like that Roger rabbit style, um, which we talked about on yesterday's show. And this is what Seth Green had to say. He said, uh, I think everyone's heard I had some assets stolen from my wallet. He said he had positive reactions when he went public. So he said about 70% of the comments were positive. And then the other 30% were people trying to troll him and say, oh, I, I stole your ape or I have your ape or good. You have millions of dollars. I, I'm glad it got stolen. Um, but he said, I have top men on the job. If there's a door I can kick in, I promise you I'm going to kick it in for us. So referencing these scammers in the uh, NFT market. But that's that's the biggest thing is like the scammers who got it from him, they don't own it anymore. They sold it. So now it's some random person who bought it for 106.5 ETH. And Seth Green has been going public, been trying to reach out to this person who owns Fred the Ape. And that person like just won't sell it won't make a deal like at this point if if you're this person wouldn't you just like sell it to seth green or maybe try to get like a cut of the royalties like i mean it's not really like like Alyssa, put yourself in their shoes right like you say you were just watching the floor you you saw an ape and you bought it and you had no idea it was seth green's right but so you didn't steal it right you're not the hacker you bought it off the floor like, what would you do if a celebrity reached out and said, hey, man, I got this stolen from me. I want to buy it from you. I want to make a deal. Like, let's make something happen. Like, what what kind of demands would you have or would you just sell it like straight up? You know, I would I would sell it. To, you know, I don't know, because like the good part in me, like I would give it back to him, maybe. Well, if I bought it, though. No, it was stolen. So. Either way, I would either sell it back to him. I wouldn't try to like negotiate. I don't like a cut from his show. I think I would just sell it back. But if someone else could definitely like negotiate a percentage yeah. for his show or like charge way up for the ape, you know. Oh, we're getting some we're getting some answers in the chat here, guys. Type those answers. What would you do if you were this person who bought the ape? We got Born to Be Free saying uh would sell it back for eleven million dollars. <laughs> we got Christian saying no regulation equals no rules. I'd sell it back for 10x. Um so Alyssa, this reminds me a lot of like people at sporting events, right? So like uh Um, When someone hits a home run ball and let's say it's their first home run or their 500th home run, or when Tom Brady threw that touchdown pass and then someone, you know, chucked it into the crowd, the person got it. Tom Brady wanted the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could go sell it for a lot of money publicly, right. To like an auction house or a collector, but the athlete wants it. Like you don't have an obligation to give it to them or sell it to them, but like, if you're a fan, if you love the space, if you love the sport, so in this case, if you love NFTs, like, shouldn't you be trying to help the growth of the industry? So, like, to me, I feel like 
I feel like I'm not too greedy. Like I, I feel like part of me would like want to sell it to him, but maybe like, Hey, can I like, can I get like a, I don't know, a signed picture? Or, like, can, I don't know. Can, can I, I, can I be in the movie? Can my, there you go. The yeah. Can, yeah. You know what I mean? Like something, yeah. right. Cause again, like y- you didn't steal it, but like you also like bought something that someone else stole. So like, I don't know. It, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, more answers coming in here. Uh, unwritten rules, I'm bullish, says. Um, yeah, born to be free. He would have to sell me on what he plans to do with it if his vision is greater than mine. So, like, that's the thing. Like, he already has this vision. He already made it. There's a show made. I saw the trailer. Like, this show is ready to come out, and now it can't come out because he doesn't own this ape. The other op- So, like, the other options of this are, like, does he buy a different ape and like redo some of the scenes or is that like way too much work at this point? Oh, that's a good question. He could do that, but like he's already like growing an an attachment to Fred. Yeah. (laughs) Fred the ape, not like some random floor ape, you know? I don't know. And also, when you look at this ape, I can imagine his voice on the ape. Like, it yeah. just fits. I can't not see it, because, like, yeah. again, I, I saw it actually talk. And well, like, like, I'm imagining it. I can yeah. see it. Like, that is yeah. Seth Green. <laughs> yeah, and, like, also, Alyssa, we were talking about this before. Um, if you scroll down uh, to the transaction, so he actually got this ape six months ago from Steve Aoki. So Steve Aoki bought this ape and then transferred it to Seth Green. So they worked out some kind of deal, right? They're buds. Um, But then, yeah, I mean, and maybe this goes back to um, education again, right? And I mean, Seth Green said that, like, and he could have stayed quiet, right? You know, nobody wants to be embarrassed. He didn't have to come public and say, hey, I got my ape stolen because I was dumb and clicked on a link, right? But he did. He said it. And and it, it is his fault, right? He, he. Maybe he should have had it stored, you know, in a better cold wallet somewhere where he couldn't just lose it that easy. Um, But also this goes to show that there are a ton of scammers out there and, you know, always trying to get you to click on stuff. And it's not just the basic everyday people, it's celebrities too. So uh, yeah, Zemble is Brady's receiver threw the ball into the stands. Yeah, I mean... That's where Brady tells that receiver, uh, I, I mean, you're going to pay for it. You're, you're, you're going to figure this out, right? Because uh, Brady didn't do it. Um, also, remember, that's no longer his last touchdown pass. Well, assuming he throws a touchdown this season. So uh, that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, and then we got uh, more talk about GME apes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it's a good conversation. And that's one of those things where like, as these shows get made from the actual apes in the NFTs, like it just, it could be more security issues. Right. And like, what happens to the IP? What happens if the IP get, or the ape gets sold, you know, after the show already airs or the show is made, like right. who gets the money? So, you, you know, but again, uh, whoever owns this ape, from Seth Green, if you are out there listening, I- I'm telling you, Seth Green wants his ape back, and he's willing to pay up. He's going to pay you a premium. Um, probably not uh, those numbers that were being thrown out in the chat, but I bet you can get more than you paid for it. So uh, do the right thing. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say. All right. So next on the list here, we have... Um, Oh, this is a fun one because it kind of connects to to the stock market, right? So we have 
hotel companies, right? So, <laughs> yeah, this this one uh, I, I'm I'm a little reserved on. So we have hotels that are talking about creating a StubHub version of lodging reservations. So how it would work is I book a trip to VCon, I buy a ho- or I pay for a hotel stay, right, in Minnesota. I get an NFT for my hotel room for that night. If I can't go to VCon anymore, instead of being able to go to the hotel to get a refund, I have to sell my NFT to someone else who can then go and use my hotel room. So there's some ability for me to possibly make more money, but there's also the potential that if I don't sell it, I get nothing and the hotel wins because they don't have to worry about those canceled rooms. So Alyssa, I don't love this because I feel like it's a win for the hotels. What what do you think of uh, this initial, and again, it hasn't happened yet, but this initial talk of hotel NFTs. I'm just imagining like they're all around the table discussing like this <laughs> NFT thing, right? What can we do to get like, some money? How can we use this? <laughs> yeah, how can we use this? I have an idea. And then this. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't really see a demand for hotel NFTs. I yeah. don't. The the other thing is like with that being said is like, so again, let's say VCon gets announced. It's in Minnesota. You know someone's going to mm. have the idea to buy up all these rooms, right? As NFTs. True. Because then they can resell them and make a bunch of money. So it's almost like the tickets to concerts or to sporting events, right? Where like, bots and brokers can just buy a bunch and and then resell them so like ultimately who wins the hotels and the people with a bunch of money to buy up supply who loses everyone else yeah it reminds me of like the the ps5 thing everyone's snatching them and selling them higher and it's like why supply and demand market economy and sometimes that's the the unfortunate parts. And so, I mean, as much as I want to see the, yeah, I'll sleep in my <laughs> as much as I want to see the NFT market grow and I want these companies to get involved, these public companies, these big corporations, there, there is a right way to approach it. And I just, I don't love this. And I hope that's not where we're headed. You know, again, I've talked for a long time, for months, uh, almost a year of tickets being nfts right but not so much for the resale like if i go to a concert i want to have a digital collectible to prove i was there or that's a collectible to sell someday right i mean i still have paper tickets right believe it or not they used to make tickets right for for concerts Mm -hmm. and sporting events i still have a bunch saved right my first show my first uh, lions game all that stuff i I keep movie tickets yeah right it has value to me and also maybe someday some of them will be worth money right like uh i mean it's cool and i Mm -hmm. think we should do that with with concerts right is have the nft and that doesn't mean that like sell me an NFT ticket to where I have to resell it to someone if I can't go. Like, I don't think that's what it was meant for. Um, I think it was meant for the the collecting side or the utility. And I, I just think we're we're headed in the wrong direction in, in some of these areas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What um, Lord Byron said though, it's not a bad idea. No, like yeah. 
it's actually it's really smart on their part actually and especially if they're doing the nfts in areas where there's going to be big conventions yeah they can make money yeah so yeah and i mean that's the thing is like and again like say you're a stockholder in a hotel company and you hear this yeah mm-hmm. you love it right yeah. because the hotels then are gonna make money i mean but also like let's let's look back at the pandemic so like when places were canceling trips and stuff, what happens that, yeah. right? When there's an event like that and you can't sell the NFT, who's, who's liable? Is it you for owning the NFT or the hotel company? Like who won't even let you stay in their hotel? Like where's the, where's the line? So, I mean, there, there's all kinds of ways. And yeah, I mean, the return policies, yeah, born to be free saying, um, they're, they're already <laughs> sketchy. They are right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a great conversation. The fact that the, the chat is uh, jumping on this, like it just, it it's one of those areas where, again, we're going to see everyone get into the blockchain space, everyone get into the NFT space, and some of them will win long-term, some of them will win short-term, and some of them will lose right away, right? Because they're not mm-hmm. all going to catch on. They're not all going to be, you know, approved or used by the public. So, uh my question uh, is, will my hotel ticket be, can they, will they make like a digital version of their, the hotel? And like, can I go stay in it in the metaverse as well? In the metaverse. Like, yeah. Can I do that too, at least? Maybe. <laughs> oh, here, here's a fun one, Alyssa. Uh, so I wrote a little while ago about um, some restaurants getting into the metaverse, right? So McDonald's, Panera, and then this week, Subway announced. So Subway and Panera have both filed trademarks and this is what they want to do is so picture this so you go into the metaverse you find a panera or a subway location you get in line at the counter you place your order and then what's that your doorbell rings because someone's delivering the physical food to you because they partnered with the delivery company yeah like that to me, I'm like, okay, like I can almost see that, mm-hmm. but just going to like a virtual McDonald's and pretend ordering food, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know it, if I'm going to do that. So like it's a life simulation, that's, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the ultimate like Sims at that point. And like, hey, people but, love the Sims though. It, it would work probably. Yeah. But um, my question is like, it wouldn't it take more time to go walk to Subway or McDonald's and order versus like just going on your app, like Grubhub or whatever. That is know? probably correct, Alyssa. <laughs> Unless you're already like in the metaverse and you're walking yeah. and you see the, ho- uh, not hotel, McDonald's, and you're like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're walking around a lot in the metaverse, you're probably getting tired and hungry, right? Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, not all these ideas are going to catch on long term, but we are seeing... You know, as a couple people said in the chat, it's not a bad idea to have these companies brainstorm and come up with some new ideas because who knows? It's actually Maybe. big brain. It's, yeah. it's actually, yeah. <laughs> it is big brain. So, yeah. Uh, just deliver an NFT of the food instead, Christopher said. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, you know, it's it, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, Lord Byron said, so Kevin O'Leary um, friend of Benzinga's uh, is always talking about NFTs for certifying valuable physical objects like Rolex watches. So that was another important conversation that was at VCon, right? Like the artifact guys were there, right? The digital sneakers, the physical sneakers. Um, 
certifying like collectibles like that, right? The the Jordans, right? The valuable sneakers, having them tied to the blockchain so you know that they are real. Same with Rolexes. Yeah, like a COA, a certificate of authenticity. So again, there's so many use cases for the blockchain and NFTs. It's not just PFPs, right? And we talk about that all the time, um, that there's so much utility. There's so much benefits of using it. The, the biggest thing is adoption. We're just not there for all these different industries. Um, but I think we're, we're going to get there. And all these companies jumping in, I think it's an exciting time. And yeah, I mean, I can come up with some ideas. I'm one person. You get some of these companies that have whole divisions of brainstormers to come up with ideas. Like I'm just blown away at what maybe we get down the road. So mm-hmm. um, exciting, exciting times. Yeah, advertising in the metaverse. We, we've actually talked about that. I mean, remember Benzinga, we're a media company. I mean, you've got digital billboards inside. You've got all kinds of stuff. Um I mean, it's, yeah, it's exciting, exciting times. So, um, all right. Well, next up, uh, we are going to take a look at the top 10 um, NFTs, maybe the top 20 over the last 24 hours um, on Crypto Slam, which uh, we use here on the show. And Alyssa, I'm seeing the number one project by sales volume in the last 24 hours is Trippin' Ape Tribe, a Solana project. I remember OK Bears hitting number one um, last month, or it, may, it might have even been this month. But Solana has not hit number one very often. So uh, what does this mean that we're seeing a Solana project that just minted hit number one and by by a decent amount there too. Well, I'm starting to get like FOMO for Solana projects because I don't know. It's just interesting to me, okay? <laughs> like we haven't seen the Solana projects up in top 10 in so long and now boom, they're here. Yeah, and I'll tell you where the ultimate FOMO is, is that OK Bears. Um, which, yeah. Which, which maybe we'll talk about here later, but uh. Uh, Alyssa, that was 53 or 54 Solana when we were talking about it first on our show. Do you know what yeah. the floor, do you know what the floor price is for OK Bears now? No. 200 soul. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and again, the price of soul has come down, but still, I mean, you're, you're talking a, a nice return, and this was like a month ago, maybe not even that long. Um, but okay, bears. I mean, again, I see a ton of people still have that as their profile picture on Twitter. It's gotten a lot of traction. It's getting a lot of people into Solana from Ethereum. A lot of board ape holders are also buying okay bears. So that's like one of the big signs for me too is like a lot of people said okay bears was just kind of like a ripoff of board ape yacht club, right? Like similar yeah. traits and stuff. But you're not seeing the board ape community write it off. They're Mm -hmm. loving it. They're getting into it. They're looking for a pink fur bear there if they own a pink fur ape, right? They're trying to find their characteristics. Oh, man. I can imagine, like, the story I could create with an ape and a bear. Yeah. Salon and Ethereum. I mean, you can make a show. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I just, yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, We got Honey in the chat saying, can NFTs have sounds? Yes. um, Yes. There are... 
many NFTs that are uh, animated um, or one of the uh, the top selling ones of all time, NBA Top Shot, it's basketball um, moments from games, right? Where it's a uh, video, which also has the sound from the game. Um, you can release tracks as uh, NFTs. So like uh, Snoop Dogg put out some songs um, where you can listen to them then as your, your NFT. So not all of them have it, but uh, definitely... Um, yeah, and Lord Byron's saying a uh, uh, hockey game clip. Yeah, six hundred percent return. Hey, nice, nice flip there. Um, again, I, that's why like sports NFTs to me are always going to have value. Is there's collectors out there that that want them. Sports you know, has a built-in market of fans already. True. Um, this isn't music, but I I was talking to a project a few weeks back. They're bringing in like writers into the space, adding like descriptions for an nft on the nft you buy so it comes with a story and the traits it's kind of it's cool yeah Yeah. it's really cool yeah definitely and i mean there's comic book nfts right where like you get the the digital which has some images has some pages and also the physical right where they'll ship it to your house um punks comics of course friends of the show um pixel vault uh they are a leader in that space yeah poems um, definitely I've seen that too, um, pop up. So, all right, well, let's take a look. Um, you want to do okay bears first while you've got it up or you want to go to, uh, the, the tripping apes here. We can, uh, we can do okay bears first. Okay. So, okay. Bears. I mean, I have not bought one. I missed out. I I'm probably not going to get one. I'll be honest. Cause, uh, of the price, um, but I definitely think that this has some, some lasting value. And this is one of those where like, let's say rally, right? The fractional investing site, they have an okay bear offering. I'll grab some shares in it. Right. Because I want a piece of that. Um, yeah. I, I think it's got value. I like the roadmap. I also love the traits. I love the artwork. I, I think it is similar to board ape yacht club, but I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it so cool. It also lo- looks like a profile picture, right? Like you yes. look at it and you're like, yes, that is a, a profile picture. So. Um, like about them is it, it does feel like, oh, hold on. It does feel like, um, like a board, a, like just the feel of it. Like they really thought it through. I'm sorry about dogs. Yeah, no, I mean, the, if the dogs like it, that, that's bullish. Right. So that, that is, that is a good thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, uh okay bears it, it definitely yeah it was thought out i think they had a strong uh attack plan um i don't know if they reached out to influencers first but you definitely saw some nft influencers buy after it had minted so i don't even think they minted it but they were scooping them up right away um because it, it gained traction right and that's what some of these projects need right ultimately what determines a floor price and the the price moving forward is the the demand right from the community um so i think okay bears is going to be a leader in the space for for a while and we do have some more solana projects coming um so i mean i i don't know Alyssa, what do you think like do you think we'll see people stick with okay bears or do you think this is going to be kind of like ethereum where like you're moving from one thing to the next, right? We saw a lot of people move, you know, from um, some of the newer projects into Azuki. Then they got out of Azuki and into the next anime project. And they're, they're just constantly looking for what's next. Do you think we see that in the, the Solana and the OK Bear side? Or do you think they're a little bit more uh, 
stick stick with it uh diamond handsy here i think okay bears is diamond handsy like this project i think is diamond handsy like it just it feels like it it's it's well thought out and i think they deliver pretty well in the future yeah i think definitely um all right let's take a look at trippin ape tribe um this is a very exciting project um and i don't know do we do we want to share the news right now Alyssa? yeah why not (laughs) we are having um tripping apes on tomorrow actually for an interview tomorrow guys tomorrow like this is the number one project out there right now and they're coming on on the roadmap look at it like yeah let's go we've had some big interviews we've had some big collections but we're literally catching them like number one on top we get to hear all about it and i mean Alyssa, there's a lot of mystery with this project i was going through their their site i was going through you know their 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 <laughs> roadmap there's not a roadmap right it's, yeah. it's kind of uh more on the lore side with some hidden clues um it's very heavy on the it's not a cult it's a tribe um so we're gonna do our best to try to get some uh some alpha and find out more about what's ahead but uh let's uh, yeah, so right there, um, I mean, I, I just really like it. I think they built a, a strong community, right? Their Discord's got hundreds of thousands. Their Twitter has hundreds of thousands. Um, so there was demand for this project, right? And, and we saw that this week. But there was also huge demand after, right? The secondary sales. Um, Alyssa, have you done any looking through uh, Trip and Ape Tribes to pick out uh, some favorite traits for the interview tomorrow? Not yet. Not yet. So, I'll tell you one, if you want to pull up um, here, I know that I found under outfit, um, white rabbit, uh, he's like on the shoulder and I, yeah, right there. I think you passed it. Boom. Uh, white robe. Oh, no, I can't read. That's white rabbit. Robe. White rabbit. Maybe, white, there it, it is. There it is. Yep. I was going to say it's 200 something. Look at him just chilling on the shore. Uh-huh saying what's up uh there's an old song called white rabbit by jefferson airplane um which was definitely in the the era um that you could maybe say uh people were definitely tripping um so i i like that connection too um i also actually found um towards like the the floor here um i'll send it to you this one i really like just kind of the characteristics together um yeah i mean tie-dye shirt uh, I love that hat. Um, bubble gum. We've seen bubble gum in a lot of collections. The fur there is kind of different too, right? Like, I don't know. Mm. What do you What do you think of this ape here? Again, I don't own it, um, but I definitely like this ape. I lo- I like how colorful it is and fun. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, I like the skin too. It looked like there was a galaxy like inside of him. Yeah. Like look there at you that. Go. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, what well, is that? What is scroll- that? Ah, Galaxy Tribe. Trifobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my oh my goodness. You literally yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. I like that hat. I got to get me one of those yeah. one of those hats. I'd, I'd wear that on the show. So if they're doing merch, uh yeah. Uh but oh, let's man. scroll through some of these. Oh yeah, you got so marijuana eyes there. Like on the gla- like that's kind of cool. I really right? like the drip drip feet. The drip. Anything drippy? Anything drippy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Um, you got like Ooh. the octopus or squid there. You got some different hats. What do you think? That eyeball in the mouth, I haven't decided. I feel like, I, um, I don't know. It's cool. That one's okay, but Alyssa, I think I saw one earlier where the where he didn't have eyes and the eye was in the mouth, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, it looks like he like took his eye out and is like, but mm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, there's some no. there's some sweet ones. So, but no, that one that I found, I just I was drawn to it because like like you said, like the fur looked really sweet. I liked yeah. the hat. I liked the tie dye. But these colors again, like I, I feel like. It, it it's it's not quite like doodles right super bright but it's definitely more like vibrant uh not your basic you know colors um i i don't yeah. know how to explain that oh the hoodie the hoodie's not bad there either yeah, that's so, cool oh the drippy fur oh drippy it's fur and the hoodie. see that's sweet that's pretty good pretty after good. we scroll so through some of these then you got to go to highest last sale because i definitely saw some uh some some king's crown uh and some some pretty sweet ones so which again uh, of course not in my price range but, ah. uh, look at that look at ah, i love that background the yeah. smiley face background oh okay. wait what's the skin <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah oh my goodness wow oh these are these are um creative yeah i love it i love the mad hatter yeah, and I mean he's in a ton of the the sales, so that must be a mm -hmm. rare trait. The the Viking hat's not bad. I like that crown. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's sweet. Um, all oh, those eyes there on the left are kind of cool. Wait, these ones? Yeah, the like red and blue. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't seen those or Zoom. paid attention. I guess. But... They are cool. Oh, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's sweet. And then yeah, the crown. <laughs> yeah see and the white rabbit was on one Ooh. of them oh i didn't is see that it, one either. is that like a 101 like what is that for skin x-ray really two, did that say two percent uh yeah oh so that's not even that rare but that's sweet wow Ooh, <laughs> i like this one wow oh, the, yeah the like orbiting around the head that's sweet mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like I haven't seen a lot of these traits, like, in other collections. Like, I see, I feel like I see a lot of uniqueness, right? Yeah, definitely. The x-ray is sweet. Yeah, let me get out of here. Boop. Definitely unique. Um, the gold tooth, born to be free, saying, yeah. Gotta love the gold tooth. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Skelly. I'd, yeah. I'd probably try to buy one of these ones. Skelly is sweet. The tuxedo <laughs> there at the top. Yeah. Mohawk. Mohawk with the Skelly. The tie-dye shirt. That one on the top right. I like, oh yeah, and this, the uh, tie-dye yeah. tie suit. Yeah. I don't know. Something about the tie-dye with like all these colors. I just feel like it's like natural. Oh like, yeah. To have, to have tie-dye clothes when you've got like all these different colors working around. But, Tree may as well just go big. Um, and get like the most colorful ape that you can possibly find. Yeah. The one that you linked was like pretty dang colorful. Look at that. Yeah, Look at that. See, I, I like that. Ton of color. Like that that pops. So someone's probably gonna buy it up, but <laughs> that's the one that I think I I'd be looking at. So Yeah. But 
hundred soul right now. So we'll we'll see. So, but yeah, excited to have them on uh, tomorrow. Um, we got we got more, but uh, we're running out of time. Uh, Alyssa, should we talk about uh, goats? Yeah, why not? Why not? Let me pull All right, it up. so Great Goats is an upcoming Solana project. So I know what you're thinking, right? Because we keep talking about OK Bears tripping uh, apes that already minted, right? So you already maybe missed out. We have Great Goats coming. This is a Solana project, and it is minting on June 5th on Magic Eden, which is a, a Solana platform. Not sure if it's going to be on OpenSea. My guess is eventually it will be. Um, the mint time is TBA. They'll announce it in their Discord and on Twitter. The mint price is two soul, and they are doing um, whitelist allocation. So an OG gets two per wallet, whitelist gets one per wallet, and the public, so there will be a public mint, two per wallet. So Alyssa, that two soul price is right around where some of these have minted at, right? Like OK Bears, I think, was 3.5, and now it's 200. Great goats, two soul. I mean, if you're lucky enough to be able to get one of these, these are fire. I think they're going to be um, the next big Solana project. Um, they remind me, uh, again, of some other collections, but they've mm -hmm. got unique characteristics. They look like a PFP. Um, and I, I was starting to scroll through um, their <laughs> their website for, like, roadmap and stuff oh yeah goat map they call the goat it map, yeah yeah what do you what do you think have you have you seen any uh any cool things on that side uh this is the first time i'm actually going through the goat map I but like I... how it's split up right narrative yeah. um and then a lifestyle so i mean we're guessing uh merch um oh yeah goat. uh token we got the token. GOAT token under lifestyle. We got in real life meetup events, in real life partnerships. Value every two months airdropped random merch from our Ooh. store catalog. Holy cow. Look at that. I like free stuff. Holders will be able to burn this to redeem the physical piece or trade it on our merch NFT marketplace. That's cool. Um, you can also stake GOAT. Um, for yield. So that token, I mean, just sounds uh, sweet. You can also use GOAT for uh, whitelist opportunities and then future NFT airdrops with the eyes. Uh, I love that, right? Not giving us too much. Um, and then what do we got? We got craft, mm -hmm. uh, GOAT support builders and creators. GOATs will be developing a royalty system for outstanding creators. Oh, so they're going to like partner with some people and do some royalties. So mm -hmm. I, I like that. So I like I, how um, it's simple. It's not like yeah. way too much promise right off the bat. Yeah. And it's not like metaverse game, all, yeah. the, all the stuff that everyone else promises. You um, know, I do like a lot of these NFT projects are moving towards being a new clothing brand. Yeah. And it's, I really like it. The streetwear. Yep. 254,000 in their Discord. Um, Twitter, 374,000. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of people. Um, there's going to be a lot of demand. So I don't know if it's too late to try to get on the whitelist. Look at that. Um, but I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, there's your show right there. Like, right there, yeah. buy, buy a couple NFTs from different collections. And like, if you own the IP, like, you, you can make a whole show, right? Like 
you don't have to own five bored apes. You own like one ape, one goat, one cat, a bear, one bear. Boom. Yeah. You're set. You um, can make a show. You can make a whole brand. You can sell your own merch. Like that. that's where we're headed. Like I saw it on screen and that was from like these celebrities, like, but other people can do it too. So I just, I think it's, it's exciting. So yeah. Born to be free hmm. saying, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe I need to do that. Take, take my NFTs that I have and uh, start creating some, uh, some IP around them. But yeah, we should probably reach out to goats, see if goats want to come on. So yes. all these Solana projects, um, I mean, it's, it's exciting guys. I'll, I'll tell you that, that, and, and I don't know Solana as well, but I am studying and learning because I I'm, I'm bullish on it. Not financial advice guys. Um, but I have a ton of Ethereum projects and I don't want to just be in ETH, right? I want these other ones. You know, you got your Axe, you got your um, Kerbata and Avalanche, you got Flow Blockchain, right? With NBA Top Shot, NFL All Day and others. We, we got more coming. We got more blockchains. We got more games. Like this, this is exciting. Have you noticed that every one of these pictures, the cat, you can't see its face at all? I did not notice that. I wonder, I wonder why. Hold on. Huh. Oh, there was one right here. Can't see it. Oh, right here. You can't see maybe it. Maybe you're onto something. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah right as, here. As, as far as the Solana blockchain goes, so, so born asking. So the fees with Solana are much cheaper than Ethereum, right? The gas fees. So like when you mint, when you sell. Um, any interaction with the Solana NFT is cheaper than Ethereum right now. So uh, that's one of the big differences. Um, I love this art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lord Byron saying Tezos. Yeah. Like I just don't know enough about that one or what NFTs are there, but I definitely want to get some of these. There's that cat turned again. Jeez, Alyssa. Why? Oh, oh we, we got face now. Win, win face reveal. Oh, there is one. Right I was going to say, otherwise, I, I would tweet that and just say, win face yeah, reveal. Yeah, win face reveal. Yeah. I wonder if the own the creators and the team of this project all own, like, an ape, a cat, yeah. a bear. Either way, it's cool. I would love to see, I would watch a show with these characters. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, all right. I think we're, we're like, almost out of time, but uh, let's, should we look at one more Solana project? I think this one's cheaper. Sure. Which one? Uh, let's do bunny bunnies and homies. Bunnies um, and homies. Because I like that name, and also it is oh, num it is number thirteen um, on sales volume. Uh, I don't know anything about this project. Do Do you know this one? Nope. All right. Well, let's look at it. Six soul guys. So this this one's a lot cheaper. Um. So I don't know what the utility is. I don't know what the roadmap is, but uh. I don't know. Bunnies and homies sounds kind of cool. Um, yeah. I like those background colors. Like the yeah. salad color, but also how it kind of like fades around the bunny. It's a gradient. It's nice. Yeah. Not just a solid color. Okay. What do we got? 93,000, but not a lot in common? No, yeah. Uh, so maybe... Doc's team... Good vibes only. They got a token. Okay, where's yes, the see, I just 
I just don't know about this one. But they've it's... been in like the top. They've been on the top ranks for like a minute now. Hmm. Welcome to Hoptropolis. <laughs> Bunnies and Homies Club. Oh yeah, we don't have many people in common either, huh? Uh... Sold out. When was that? Twenty seconds. So a couple days ago, huh? Yeah, it'll be one to, to have to keep an eye on, and we'll have to do some more some more research here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, saw it pop up, and you know, number. So I mean, just looking at the list, like Trip and Ape, number one. OK Bears, number nine. Bunnies and Homies, number thirteen. Uh, Cardboard Citizens, number twenty. Uh, OG Atadians, number twenty-one. The Gods, number twenty-four. Uh, sets on Creek 25. Um, and then, I mean, there's more Solana projects after that. Like, that's a lot. I yeah. can't remember seeing this many Solana projects in the top 25, um, ever for, for you know, 24 hour volume. So, Born to be Free saying, What is the best wallet that is safe? I mean, that's that's a great question. Uh, MetaMask is going to be your, your normal one for Ethereum, the one that's used by a lot. Um, on the Solana side, you've got uh, Phantom Wallet. Uh, you've got uh, Magic Eden as the marketplace. Um, and you also have OpenSea having some of these Solana projects um, to where you can use some of these other wallets. So uh, that's a great question. And uh, let's circle back to that and do some wallet education um, on an upcoming show. Um, and which ones do you have? That's another good question. Maybe that could be a, a fun show, right? Take a look at uh at uh Chris's uh open C to see what I what I own um and <laughs> what I what I and what I have hidden. Yeah. Um but yeah, <laughs> that, that could that could be fun. But uh I don't know. Uh great questions, great, great interaction with the chat today. Uh thank you to everyone watching live and for showing us the love. If you haven't already, smash that like button. Um subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel. As I said, we've got VCon videos coming up soon with exclusive interviews i mean dead fellas cool cats sup ducks uh gary v um g funk from pixel vault eric from art blocks i mean these huge projects they're going to be sharing what's ahead um you know what what's on the roadmap what's the future utility when will we get a show um so i'm super excited to uh share those with the community so uh make sure you're following along um we will be back tomorrow 2 p.m. Eastern time. And as Alyssa said, very excited. Uh, I guess Trippin' Ape Tribe, the number one collection um, by sales volume right now, a Solana project. So uh, uh, that will be tomorrow's episode. Anything else, Alyssa, before we uh, kick it for today? Follow Benzinga on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, please. And thank all you. All of them. You got to Subs- do it all. You can't do one. That's yes. lame. Yes. Follow so- us everywhere. Subscribe to the YouTube. Find um, our my, find our MySpace page and I mean, <laughs> follow, follow that too. Like we have a Tumblr, we have a TikTok, we have link, we have everything. Don't be, follow us everywhere. Every app that you have, I mean, just search Benzinga, yes. right? Yes, so, yes, and follow yeah. us. Hit a You're hit a bell. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. All right. Well, we will be back 2 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Stay tuned. You got pre-market prep at the close coming up. Spencer and Joel breaking down all the top stories in stock and crypto and talking about the big movers. Um, And that's always a, a fun show. So we will catch everyone tomorrow. 
um, take care and uh, tune in.